everyone. Welcome to Podmas Day 24. And when I am recording this, it is Christmas Eve Eve. So to you all listening now, it is Christmas Eve. So Merry Christmas Eve to all of you. I just got home from watching the Seahawks take on the Kansas City Chiefs and we won, which means we have clinched our playoff berth. And for those of you listening, you may not care, but I am a very big Seahawks fan. So I am excited about that. But moving on into today's Podmas episode, if you were here yesterday and the last day before that, we've been talking about best video apps, best apps for photos. And now I'm going to go into a short list of items that I would suggest for anyone starting out YouTube these days. So the very first piece of equipment I'm going to suggest, you may or may not agree, I would say your cell phone. For most of us, we have a smartphone that is probably capable of recording in 1080p, which is high definition. I would probably suggest that that is good enough for a lot of people starting out. And then where I would spend my money is maybe in the lighting, additional lighting, as well as additional enhancements to sound. So I think that actually a lot of people go out and they spend a whole bunch of money on equipment when they don't necessarily need to because you may buy all this stuff and then discover that you don't really like making videos, which isn't great. So I would encourage you to start with what you have and then build up your arsenal after that. Another thing you can do is if you feel the need to go out and buy other equipment. Some places will actually also let you rent and you could even do that for a day and try out some of these items before you purchase them. So that's just something to keep in mind. But yes, I totally think a cell phone is good. I would try not to use the front facing camera because usually that is going to shoot at a lower resolution. So if possible, make sure you're using um, the not the selfie camera that you would normally use where you see yourself on the screen, but the opposite side, because it, it usually is gonna be a higher quality. Also, unless you're shooting for like Instagram stories or something like that, I would not shoot with the phone up and down in a vertical mode. You wanna make sure you shoot in a wide, um, in a wide format so that you'll help yourself out later in editing and you won't have all of those, you know, the bars on the right and left side. That's not what you want. So once you have your cell phone set up, I would say, yes, you could stack up a whole bunch of, you know, boxes or books or something to kind of make sure it doesn't fall over. But I would invest in a tripod and a tripod that has like a little smartphone clip so you can kind of have it at the right level. And you can get them very inexpensive. You can get something like a Manfrotto Pixie and that's maybe $25 and the nice thing about that, it has the little legs that can kind of come together and you squeeze them and then it becomes like a little handle. So this is a really good option for those who are vlogging. It's just a very small tripod though. It's like a tabletop handheld one. So if you're looking for something bigger, you can get something from like Amazon Basics. It can go anywhere from $15 up to, you know, like $50 depending on how sturdy and how tall you want it to go. So I would definitely recommend a tripod. And then you can even get like a little $5 Bluetooth remote that you can hit the button and it will start and stop recording. Or you can just, you know, hit the button, go sit down and then get up and turn around and hit the button again. The only bad thing is if you have like an iPhone or something that has like internal storage that is more limited and you take really, really long videos, you're going to have to play the game of, you know, do I clean stuff up off of my phone? Can I transfer it to my computer for editing? Or, you know, you don't have always the same option as you do on some of the other devices that have a card slot for a memory card. So it, it is one thing to keep in mind that a cell phone may not always be your best bet, but it's certainly probably your cheapest one because you already have it. If you are just setting up in a like single place, you're just doing like talking head videos and you have like adequate lighting, you might even just look at doing something like a webcam because a webcam you can also do in HD. You could get something, you can refer to like the live streaming podcast I did, but you could get like a, a Logitech C920 or 922 
And even that, it maybe runs you $55, $60, and you've got high definition there. And then I would then get a nice like USB mic, like a Blue Yeti or a Blue Snowball or you know something else like that that you can plug in through USB. I also like about shooting with a webcam is you don't have to worry about battery life because it's gonna plug in USB to your computer. So you don't normally need to worry about your camera dying, which is nice because some of the DSLRs, they only are gonna shoot for your, you know, 20 minutes at a time before um, they stop and you have to hit the button again. So it's kind of a nice option, especially if you're doing longer streams to sometimes think about doing something with a uh, webcam. And so, like I said, I would definitely upgrade your lights. You don't have to spend an arm and a leg, but just some soft boxes like um, Lumo Studios, Cowboy Studios, I believe has some, and they're gonna run you maybe $60, $70 for like a pack of two. And then sometimes maybe for $100, you get the two soft boxes and maybe like a little light that goes like directly behind you. So I mean, less than $100, you can be in with your lights and, and normally they're gonna come with the stands. So that is a really good option. And then if you wanna kick it up a notch, you can always get yourself a ring light, but I don't think it's necessary until, you know, maybe a little bit later. I think that definitely starting with a, the box lights is, is good enough. I personally, just so you know, I shoot with a couple of ring lights and a couple of soft box lights, but I certainly didn't start off with that. I started, you know, with just a few soft boxes and I decided that because of the room that I'm in, which doesn't have a lot of light, I needed to upgrade my lighting. So if you are gonna go the route where you don't wanna use your cell phone, you don't wanna use a webcam, maybe you wanna use a camera camera, there's gonna be a few different options. Like I've seen recently, even on Best Buy, you can get something like the Canon T6 and that is a DSLR and it even has a couple of different lenses like the shorter 18 to 55 as well as I think the zoom lens for the same price on sale on Best Buy. I saw it for a package for $399, which is a screaming deal. And I will link that in the show notes. It's definitely a good camera. And here's one of the things I would say, if you can sometimes uh, get a camera body in the future, you can buy just the body. And if you have lenses, you can interchange and use a lot of the same lenses because I think a lot of the quality is sometimes not from the camera, but from the lens that you attach to it. So sometimes I would save my money and get a cheaper body camera and then get a nicer lens in the future. Uh, I could do an episode about some of my favorite higher end lenses. Um, you can definitely get some for around $100, you can spend up to a couple thousand dollars on lenses. So um, don't let that intimidate you. You can always start with a kit lens and then work your way up from there based on your needs. But that is uh, one that I might recommend because that bundle um, that is available has the two different lenses. And you can, for like $50 more, you can get a bundle that also includes like a microphone and a memory card. And when you get a memory card, you wanna make sure that you get one that has a high enough transfer rate because if you see one that has a low transfer rate, it means that it will have problems keeping up with your photos and videos that you're trying to take because it has to write the information to the card. And if it doesn't have a high enough transfer rate, you're either gonna see dropped frames, buffering, or it will just stop recording. So that's definitely not what you want. So you want something that is class 10 or higher usually. Also, you could go the mirrorless route and the Panasonic G7. You can find that usually on Amazon for sale. I believe when the camera first came out is around 699, but now you can find it sometimes for like 499 if you just kind of keep watching the sales. Sometimes it comes with an additional battery. With either the DSLR or the mirrorless Panasonic, you can also buy the external power adapters, which I would recommend, so you don't always have to worry about if your battery is charged or not. 
it's a lifesaver. It has come in and saved me so many times. But um, like the Panasonic G7, like I said, you can get a bundle probably for about 550 that's gonna come with an external mic, the high-speed memory card. And those are really good because you need to have an external audio source on most of those types of cameras because the onboard audio that they provide is usually not very good at all. A lot of people will forgive bad video, but bad audio can be one of those things that they don't forgive. So make sure that you're spending some time focusing on audio. If you can't afford a better microphone yet, one thing I would do, you can always record the onboard from the camera, and then I would just keep your phone near you so that you can catch the voice. And then I would do a voice memo because even that is probably going to sound better than what's coming off the camera. So you can use your voice memo as a backup or your main source and then just sync them later and take out the audio from your onboard sound and then put in the audio from your voice memo. And the way that you would sometimes wanna look at that, you can kind of clap your hands and sync the sounds together so you know it's not completely off. That was a lot of information I just threw at you. I hope you were paying attention, sorry. But um, yes, that's, that's really all I would recommend is better sound, better lighting, and in video. All the rest of the stuff you can really kind of do later. You can always get yourself like a nice little backdrop um, and you can get like the paper rolls and or you can get fabric from like Joanne Fabrics or Michaels or something like that. But is it a requirement? No, because you can shoot against a white wall, you know, and just make sure you kind of set your white balance to a custom white balance so it looks white instead of gray or yellow. And you can try and counteract if you have more yellow bulbs versus white bulbs. You might want to set that so it doesn't look as warm sometimes, but some of that is personal preference. So don't let me stop you. You just want to experiment with that, but that's always um, something that comes up is making sure that your lighting is corresponding to what you're able to see from the camera lens. So it's not a bad idea to spend the $10, $15 to get yourself like a little gray card. They can be helpful when you're setting your own custom white balance, which there's tons of tutorials on YouTube if you want to take a look at that. So let me just make sure we've run through all of those. Yes, make sure you have a tripod. Make sure that you have an external mic if you're doing the one that's going through your computer for streaming. The nice thing about that Panasonic camera that I mentioned as well, it is one of the few cameras in the cheaper price point that is going to have what's called a clean HDMI out. So if you were to use that camera for streaming, you would not have all the junk that shows up on your screen, like your histogram, your, your white balance, all of the stuff and information that's usually on the screen. You have to have a certain type of camera or connection to your computer that is going to be able to read it and not bring in all of that stuff because you want a screen that doesn't show all of that information. And you would see what I mean if you were trying to set it up. But a clean HDMI is important if you don't want to have all that stuff displayed when you are streaming. The only other way to do that besides certain cameras, you can get certain camcorders that will also do it they're also going to be a lot less expensive, but they're usually not gonna be able to have like a really low f-stop to give you that bokeh effect of the blurry background. Um, most camcorders can't do that and they have to be pretty well lit because the aperture, it doesn't really open a lot to let in always a lot of light. And again, the audio that's on board is never gonna be that great, so you're always gonna want an external audio source as well but you can get into one of those for probably $250 as opposed to something like the Panasonic, which is gonna run you $500, or that Canon, which is gonna run you around $400. But it's not going to be as cheap as the Logitech webcam, which is you know usually gonna be around $60.
So I hope that gives you some helpful insights onto equipment that you could be getting when you're first getting started. If you have questions about it or you want more info, drop me a comment and I can definitely make something that's a bit more in depth. I didn't wanna to go too in depth and scare anyone off. I was just trying to give you some general things to think about, you know, between the lighting, between audio, between video. These are just some of the thoughts that I have. And I would encourage you to try out some things and see how you like it. And then just make sure you like making videos before you go off and invest a whole bunch more money in equipment. Perfect, that is everything that I wanted to cover about intro to equipment that I would recommend. I hope you come back to Podmas tomorrow and we will be closing it out and it will be Christmas day. So happy Christmas Eve everyone and I will talk to you tomorrow, bye bye. That's gonna wrap it up for today's Podmas episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed our time together, I would love it if you gave a five-star review on whatever listening platform you are tuning in from. I do not take our time together for granted. I know you could be anywhere and listening to anyone and you chose to spend your time with me and I really appreciate that. I will see you in a Podmas episode very soon. Thanks guys, bye.